This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. <laughs> so how are you, Deanne? I'm doing great, Mark. That always perks you right up. Yep. And we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock at WPHT Talk Radio, the number one talk station in the city. And we are the only radio real estate show in Philly. So we're number one. We are so if number you wanna, one, Mark. If you want to ask us a question about commercial, residential real estate, mortgages, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And we're here just to keep you informed because the media does not talk about real estate and the real estate market is fine, despite this administration <laughs> and you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage goodnewsandrealestate.com and also at wpht's website so what's coming up today coming up on today's show mark we have the market report yes we have our business tips with asking dr a continuing series yes go one so we also have mark's funny story got one for you and we have our mortgage mom topic which is we're going to continue with um the most popular home buying myths, and we need to unlearn them right now. I know. I've seen a couple of things on Facebook last week about the 20%. Yeah, it's. Yes. I can't believe it's still going on. But Mark, yeah, also, I wanted to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day weekend. So as you're listening to our show, driving yes. down the shore, we are available. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call. Yeah, we answer. We answer. <laughs> Speaking of questions, Mark, our first question today is, how can I get a lender to, to view my alimony as a deduction to income rather than a monthly debt? Good one. Okay. How can I get a 203K mortgage in order to buy a rundown place to make it a home? Next question is- What was her name? Uh, the mortgage Catherine queen? Hall. Catherine Hall. Yep. Next question is, what does pending sale mean? Next question is, how do I qualify for a new home purchase if I want to keep my current home as a rental property? And last question is, I have a judgment for $8,000. Do I pay the creditor to get it satisfied? 
All good questions. Very good questions. And Mark, our topic of the day is behaviors behaviors behind people with great credit scores. <laughs> yeah. Um, they pay their bills. Yeah. All right. And thank God they rescinded that yeah. penalty for having good credit. Exactly. Exactly. But first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, many things which cannot be overcome when they are together yield themselves up when taken little by little. So you just pick them apart. You do one little thing at a time, and amazingly, it all gets done. Yep. How do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. That's right. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. And our inventory basically has not changed since last show, around 4000 for sale in all Philly out of like six over 600000 This inventory just continues. We're going to talk about this every week for a long time. But the 30-year fixed rate mortgage has remained under 6.5 for the last few weeks. So buyers, you know, are getting a little more excited and a little more stability. Mortgage rates are mostly holding steady despite the ongoing economic headwinds. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> you know, this inflation, the cruelest tax of all is inflation. It hits everybody. The 30-year fixed rate average 3.9% this week. And uh, so home buyers are starting to get used to these rates being around six, which are historically a good rate. For sure. When historically, rates are eight to 14%. I'm tired of keep saying that. Yeah. Economic cross currents have kept rates within a 10 base uh, point range over the last few weeks. After a, a substantial slowdown in growth last fall, home prices have stabilized during the winter, began to modestly rise over the last few months. And they are still going up. So anybody thinks that they're going to wait till the prices come down, you better stop waiting because they're just keep going rising. This indicates because of the inventory issue. And this indicates while affordable remains a hurdle, home buyers are getting used to the current rates and can continue to pursue home ownership. Steady rates are installing more confidence in home buyers who are turning to new construction for greater inventory options, even though there are 5 million houses behind. Home builders also report a feeling of being more optimistic about the outlook for new home sales, resuming more single-family construction because what they were focused on for a while, for a long while, was multifamily because it is land landlord's rule right now. Rents just keep going up. And the mortgage rates, though moderating, may experience slight fluctuations from week to week, actually day to day. Yep. But the economists predict that they'll fall over the remainder of the year. I think they're, and I think they're going to even stop raising because it hasn't worked. You can't raise rates and then send fifty billion dollars somewhere. Yeah, it's you not going to work. We just got we just got to stop spending sending our money all over the world and take care of ourselves exactly. for a change. We're certain. So they're and they were expected to raise uh, another point. But I don't know, uh, what, a quarter, a quarter point, point or something? Right. I don't it, know if they're going to – I think they're going to do that one. But then they after that, they ought to like They chill. said they were going to stop. But also, Mark, you got to remember that that's not necessarily going to affect the mortgage rates because no. that's the cost of money that, that it's costing banks to lend. So that's your credit card. That's your HELOC. It's not necessarily what your 30-year mortgage is going to be. No, it, it's the inflation and everything else. This guy's just brutal at the top. Yeah. You know, I heard a Southern guy say, yeah, he's like 
two buckets of stupid, two, <laughs> two, three gallons of stupid stuck in a two bucket gallon or two buck, a two gallon bucket. Uh, I'm like, geez, that was a good one. It was a good one. All right, so tell us about the rates. All right, so your 30-year fixed conventional today, you're, you're looking at around 6.75%. Again, depending on what, how much of a down payment, what your credit score is, your 15-year conventional fixed is 6.25%. Your FHA loan, which is still a great product, you're looking at 6.25%. So that's a good it's rate. It's a great rate, along with your VA loan, which is going to run around the same, 6.25%. And keep in mind, if you want to get those rates lower, it's just a matter of paying points. They're a tax deduction. And they're going to get your interest rate a little bit lower. Right. And then eventually we're going to be back down in the fives and the fours. Yeah. It's I'm going to happen. say the high fours, like four and a half percent I'll be happy with. I could live with that. I think after the presidential election, we could be back in the fours. Your lips. Because people will feel optimistic. That's when people, right now the problem is people are nervous. And when they're nervous, they stay on the fence. Yeah. And money stays on the fence. Correct. So hopefully all that will be relieved. All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes is the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, serving all of Pennsylvania. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Their pre-licensing course has a $150 down payment to get started and a total cost of only $499, including the book, day, night, and weekend courses too. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT positive all the time. So we at the end. So Mark, we are up to your funny story. So this farmer went to a local bar and he ordered a glass of champagne. And he was this woman was sitting next to him and, and said, How about that? I just ordered champagne too. He goes, she goes, What a coincidence, the farmer said. He goes, This is a special day for me. I'm celebrating. And this is a special day for me, too, the woman says, as I'm also celebrating. She goes, what a coincidence, said the farmer as they clinked their glasses and said, what are you celebrating? She goes, well, my husband and I have been trying to have a child. And today, my gynecologist told me that I'm finally pregnant. And the farmer said, man, what a coincidence, said he goes, I'm a chicken farmer. And all last year, my hands were infertile. But today, they're all laying eggs again. She said, that's great, the woman said. How did you get your chickens to become fertile? He goes, I used a different rooster. She goes, the woman smiled. She goes and clinked her glass. She goes, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I 
actually like what was written, but I guess you couldn't <laughs> yeah, say I that. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> My bass player sent me that one. I, I, like was, I thought that was a good one. I like it. If you, it, if you have a ahead. funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And she's still on top miss why people are not buying now, part two. Part two. So the last time we did this, I um, actually did a television show. And you got to check it out. It is on um, RVN TV. And I, I think I'm going to do a television show, an educational television show. I don't know. See what else I can get into. But um, I did all of these top myths as far as you know what we need to unlearn. And just to run down them real quick, you know, the first one was you needed to have a 20% down payment, which we know is not true. The minimum uh, that you can do is 3%. And sometimes right now with a VA loan or a USDA loan, it's 100% financing, which means you don't need a down payment. The second myth is that your pre-approval rate is the rate you'll get when you go to close. That's not true. If it takes you 90 days to find a home, that's not, you're not going to get the same rate. And one of the things... Um, that we have to keep in mind is you cannot lock your rate until you are actually under contract because are we locking for 30 days? Are we locking for 60 days? So that's right. important. The next one was you should wait to buy a home until the prices are lower. Um, and that's a fallacy as well because buying a home after a big, big run up in prices may seem risky, but waiting carries out some big risks as well. Big time. The next, Plus, we're still appreciating. Exactly. They are definitely still appreciating. The next one is buying a home is always cheaper and better investment than renting. So renting a home can sometimes be cheaper than buying, but the home prices don't always go up in a neat straight line. When you're renting, they can go up and you're not creating equity. You're not building wealth. So it's, and you're paying somebody else's mortgage. I mean, we say that over and over again. Yeah, 48, the 48% in Philly. 48%. The next one is you have to find a home before you apply for a loan. And the fact is getting pre-approved for a loan before you shop, it's not only okay, it's a must. And it's also smart. The next one that we went into was buying a fixer home. Fixer upper will save you money. So a true fixer upper needs a lot more than a fresh coat of paint. So these homes generally have major problems that may not be visible. Even a skilled home inspector can't see inside the walls. So if you're looking into a fixer-upper, you should get quotes on repairs that are going to be needed beforehand. The next one was you have to get your home loan from the lender who pre-approved you. And that's absolutely not true. A pre-approval is a great starting point for getting a mortgage, but you're not obligated to stay with that lender. You can shop around for a lender that makes a competitive offer, but also that's a good fit for you because you're going to be working together and you want to have the trust and confidence to be able to work together and, and get your questions answered. Can I add something to that? Because a lot of people think if they shop around for a couple of lenders, it's going to hurt their oh, credit. I deal with that every day and that's not true. You have a two-week yeah. period to be able to run your credit and it's not going to drop your score. But also the key to that is when did you run your credit? Was it on the first of the month? Was it on the 15th of the month? So that's when the credit card companies actually 
um, report to the credit company. So if you went out and maxed out a credit card, that's going to adjust, that's going to change your score. And it might not right. be because you got a pre-approval. Right. Um, the next one is you shouldn't buy a home until you can afford your forever home. Now, the fact is that selling a home can be costly, but if you wait until you can afford your forever home rather than buy a lower cost starter home, you may never buy at all. And then you'll miss out on the years of equity building and the price appreciation that could offset your selling costs when you trade up to that forever home. Yep. Next one is a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is always the best choice. And the fact is, depending on the rate movements, adjustable rate mortgage, which are also known as ARMS, can save you thousands of dollars of interest over the life of the loan compared to a fix. So finding the right loan program it's kind of like picking out an, an outfit. <laughs> Everyone's going to want or need something slightly specific to fit their unique situation. Right. The next one is you can't buy a home if you have student loans. Now, student loans can both help and hurt your chances of buying a home. As long as you're making the payments on time and you're not in, in a default situation, you're not going to have an issue. All right. Actually, it proves that you like credit is that you pay on time. Yeah, it'll help boost your credit scores if you make your payments on time. The potential hurt comes from raising your debt to income ratio because even though they're in forbearance or they're forgiven for a short period of time, we still have to count a percentage of that into your debt to income ratio. The next one is you have to pay their seller's asking price to buy a home. And the fact is that the seller's asking price is the amount that the seller hopes you'll pay, but it's not necessarily the price you'll actually pay. That may seem obvious, but home prices are typically negotiated with offers and counter offers. And until you get the seller to agree on a price, be sure to ask your agent for comps for the home that you're actually interested in. Yeah, because some sellers are shooting for the moon because right. they think this is the market to do yep. that but it has to appraise. Two more. Um, you need excellent credit to buy a home and good home loans are, and attractive rates are available with people than less than perfect credit as well as those with excellent credit. So I was just talking to a realtor last week and you know we never accept the answer no, it's just not yet. So if your credit's not where it needs to be, we'll get you there. Lastly, yeah. Yeah, at least you have a plan. That's what yeah, I tell you people. Gotta have a plan. Like uh, these renters, I say, call Deanne and she'll let you know. And especially what we talked of, uh, about a month ago about common names. You got a name like Smith or Johnson. You probably got a ton <laughs> of stuff on your credit that's not right. you. Um, lastly, fall and winter are bad times to buy a home. And the fact is that fall and winter can be advantageous times of the year to buy a home. So spring is sometimes called the home buying season because many families prefer to move when their children are out of school for the summer. But that doesn't mean you have to buy in the spring or that you'll pay less if you do. So give us a call at 609-605-7153 and we'll be happy to answer all of your questions. Yeah, And that was a lot of information for the 48% out there that <laughs> rents. I mean, they really got to start. We should, Philadelphia are... Even with the wage tax, but you got to do the math on the wage tax. I mean, like some people, I don't want to live in the city because of the wage tax. Well, how much wage tax would you be paying? Do the math. Well, I'm paying six grand in wage tax. Well, how much real estate taxes are you paying in Montgomery County? 13000 yeah. 
Well, you know, let's do the math. And there's nice parts of the city, and the city's a bargain still. Absolutely. Yeah, or you could go to Voorhees and live next door to Deanne and pay like 20, Stop. 23 dollars uh, Wait till I tell you my, ne- my new plan. Oh, you got a new yeah. plan? All right, so you're not moving again? I'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, that was a good topic. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. The team at HomeownerMakers.com spent years developing the advanced seller financing method we know today as QCD, or Qualified Contract for Deed. Before going public, team members visited HUD, the Department of Housing and Urban Development in Washington, to share the idea. The QCD plan would not be a government program, but homeowner makers did want HUD's feedback. Their response was extremely positive. QCDs could help millions of long-term and minority renters unable to buy their first property to become homeowners at last. They also said it could benefit those who wanted an upgrade from rent-to-own arrangements. Once a number of test cases had run and the registered trademark work had been completed, homeowner makers developed four online training modules to teach realtors, landlords, tenants, and rent-to-owns about their revolutionary QCD process. Simply put, a QCD is a buy-now, mortgage-later method with an equitable interest at signing, a true stake in the home. It requires a small down payment, which can be as little as 1% or 2% of the purchase price. After a year or two of timely payments known as seasoning, the buyer can apply for a conventional refinance mortgage on the balance. The document is simple, and each party has their own lawyer review the contract, adding additional clauses as required. Homeownermakers.com strongly recommends that all realtors get QCD certified to serve as a fee-based consultant to both parties. The online Realtor Bundle includes all four courses, certification, and a diploma for framing. And it takes less than two hours total. The inexpensive individual modules for sellers, buyers, and rent-to-owns are only 15 minutes long. To learn all about QCDs, visit homeownermakers.com today. That's homeownermakers.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at? So Mark, um, we are up to our question and answer segment. And the first one is, how can I get a lender to view my alimony as a deduction to income 
rather than a monthly debt. That's a good one. Yeah, but it, it's it's the same thing. But they're going to count. They got to look at that no matter what, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you're paying alimony, it's a monthly debt. Yeah. So if your debt is increasing, it's not really going to matter what your income is because it's the same thing. Whether we lower your income or you or you put on more of a debt, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Well, I guess they're thinking, this person's thinking they would like to have that not included in their trying to get pre-approved. It doesn't, what would be, it doesn't matter. Your income's lower or your debt's higher. It's the same thing. So the answer is uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So they have to view it as monthly debt. It's, it's on the application. It's on the 1003. Um, how can I, next question is, how can I get a 203K mortgage yeah. in order to buy a rundown place to make it a home? I mean, that's simple. You just need to reach out to myself or a lender. Um, we'll take you through the process. The 203K will allow you to add all those upgrades or repairs that are needed for the mortgage. And that just um, gets added onto your loan amount. So you need to get, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And definitely get and get a consultant involved. Don't don't do it yourself. And you know you want to like uh, Catherine Hall that Dan uses. She's really good. And then all the all the contractors are approved by them, and she follows up. And you don't have you know you, right. you don't want to do that and be high on and hire an Uncle Harry and somebody that's not bonded and insured. And then they keep them on track, like a Curbio deal, right. so, to make sure everything's done correctly. And because if they yeah. don't do it have, right, they're process. not going to be able to be and on that list. The loan officer will put you in touch with either a consultant or um, that'll basically run the project for you, and it'll make your life a lot easier. Yeah, and it's a great program. I mean, you could get you it know is. a house that might great, be Marcus. priced lower. It's not as great as it used to be just because of the cost of supplies. Um, the contractors are busy. You know, it, it can take months to actually get the work done. So you got to be careful. Yeah, it's according to how much needs to be done and what needs to be done. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Next question is, what does pending sale mean? Well, basically, in the multiple listing services when a house goes under contract everybody executed the buyer to seller the agents put it in the multiple listing service as pending so that means we're in the process now we haven't closed the it's still pending it's pending to the home inspection is negotiated the appraisals done anything else on the buyer's side with the mortgages all the conditions are met and we get a, right. a final commitment and then there, then we get the final walkthrough and we get to the settlement table and we close and then it's changed in the MOS system to a closed sale. But pending is just that it means it's under contract heading towards settlement. So there, you're probably not going to be able to put an offer on it. Unless something happens with the appraisal or the home inspection and the deal falls apart. Basically, that's it. Okay. All right. The next question is, how do I qualify for a new home purchase if I want to keep my current home as a rental property? So, again, this is something that your loan officer will guide you through. But 
Um, you need to be able to qualify for both properties. Um, if you're going to rent out the other property, um, you need to get a rental agreement in place with the security deposit first month's rent. And we can use that to offset the mortgage. Yeah. And that probably wouldn't be too hard to do in this market because getting tenants is easy. Right. And so if you got a tenant and you're planning to do this and you talk to the tenant and you set a date and you sign a lease and then you're, you're buying another property, you're going to have work out that timing, but you know, you got a, at least at least sign that you can show the mortgage company and yeah, then it all works because then you're showing that, you know, you got that income coming in. Right. Exactly. And you and it is, it's going to need to be a signed lease first month's um, security deposit first month's rent. Right. And, and then you, you will qualify for both. It's a good, it's a good move though, but that's the whole point. This 48% of Philly that's renting, that can all can happen because you bought a house. You bought a house. You now got are in a position to move to another house because you got some equity and all that. So you got that money for closing costs. And now you can rent out the property you're in. I know somebody, I have a really good friend and they're really good at this. And they've moved like three times and they just keep going up in you know, I think the latest house is like close to a million dollars. And it all started out by buying that first house, then buying another one, renting that one out, buying another one, renting that one out. And you got all that income. So when one day when you retire, you got all that income and it, they're paying for your house. So you'll probably end up with no mortgage on the house you live in, plus a retirement plan. That's exactly what all I was going to say. Yeah. All by buying the first house. Yep. And not be one of these people that rent for 20 years and pay all somebody mortgage. Agreed. I, I don't know why. Because people I just are wish afraid, we, Mark. I They're just a- wish we could. Yeah, you can't be afraid. Because if you never take any chances, nothing's going to happen. No, agreed. But And they don't realize it's cheaper to buy. It's lack of information. So you know, know, if you don't spend the like- time to actually research it, talk to somebody that knows, you know, that has done it. Right? Get We're a talking like 300,000 units in Philly that are renting out. 300,000. Yeah. That are just paying this rent every month. And they don't, and then this time flies by. You know, and next thing you know, you've been renting for 10 years, paying somebody over two grand a month. Some of the people that I pre approve, I mean, they could have, you know, they've been paying rent for 15 years. Yeah, I know. So I've sold duplexes and triplexes for people that. Their tenants were there 20 years, yeah. paid for the yeah. house. And we're good tenants, never really gave them hassles. We're basically friends and never late, always on time, <laughs> not didn't cause much problems. I mean, it, there's so much. You got to get in the game. Right. If you don't get in the game and get up to the plate and take a swing, nothing's going to happen. Agreed. All right. All right. Last question is: I have a judgment for eight thousand dollars. Do I pay the creditor to get it satisfied? And and that depends. It depends yeah, on how. That depends old it on is. a lot of things. Huh? That depends on yeah. why. And and why are you paying this off? Are you pending going to settlement and you got a judgment? Now at that point, what I would do, I would call them people up at the eight grand because you have a judgment and it's probably old, older just say older. And I would say to him, listen, I'm going to have some money coming in. 
I'm not going to have all that money, but what can we negotiate? What would you take to settle this judgment? And you might be surprised. They might say 2500 bucks right. because this is on their books and they pay lawyers to file up these things and track them and everything else. And so that costs them money. So they might be willing to, like I've negotiated. I remember that, remember that woman I told you about where I, she had like 75,000. I think I negotiated it down to like 15 grand with everybody <laughs> yeah. because, because I asked, because if you don't the ask, the answer is no. no. That's right. So I asked them. And then the first person I guess, absolutely not. We want 8,000. I said, well, you're the final call because I can get you some money. Can I talk to a supervisor? I get to a supervisor right. and they say, all right, you know what? Give us 2,500. Well, I said, send me a payoff and I'll have a check. I'll have the money wired right to you. And, and now they removed the lien and I saved them like, you know, almost seven grand. Oh, six that's grand. awesome. That's the way to do it. Agreed. I got one right now. I got right one right now with a buyer with a piece of jewelry. I don't know how he got a well, apparently he didn't go to court or something, but <laughs> they wanted like two grand. I said, call them up and say, I'll give you 500 bucks right now if you end this thing. I'll probably take it. All right. That was the last question. That right? was the last question. And coming up next right. is going to be our topic of the day, which is behaviors behind people with great credit scores. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Are you a realtor, landlord, or renter? Homeownermakers.com offers the most advanced seller financing process ever trademarked. A QCD, or Qualified Contract for Deed, is a buy-now, mortgage-later plan with low-down payments. Great for tough times like these. Homeownermakers.com has a free overview and inexpensive online training courses with QCD valuation calculators. It's a program whose time has come. Visit Homeownermakers.com today. Homeownermakers.com. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is behaviors behind people with great credit scores. Yeah, and right before I do that, all that stuff we just talked about, a quote from Abraham Lincoln, the strength of the nation lies in the homes of its people. So, you know, become a homeowner. 
So anyway, let's get back to this. So this behaviors behind behind people with great credit scores. And I talked about this a few weeks ago when they were thinking about punishing people with high credit scores and rewarding people with low credit scores. And then I gave out the generations, the baby boomers, the Gen Xers, and the millennials, and most of them were in the 700s, so they all would have got punished. But tight mortgage lending standards have dashed the hopes of some home buyers, and then a lot of this is, was covered by your myth. But right. developers are the most popular credit risk score today, reveals some habits and behaviors of high achievers with FICO scores above in 785. More than 50 million people, about a quarter of all the million, all the people with credit scores are considered high achievers and tend to have a strikingly similar credit habits, regardless of the background or life experience. Uh, some of the habits are fairly predictable. They keep a low revolving balance relative to their credit cards. They don't max their credit cards out. And they can, one of the most important, they consistently make payments on time because credit's all about your history. And, but high achievers are not debt free. They have an average of seven credit cards, which I was always told that you should not have more than three. But they have an average of seven credit cards, including open and closed accounts, and carry balances on the average of four car credit cards or loans. One third have a balance of more than eighty five hundred on a non mortgage amount. Nevertheless, almost none, less than one percent, have an account pass due. That's key. If you're always on time, the overwhelming majority, 96% have no missed payments on their credit report. Those who do have long since mended their ways, uh, their last missed payment happened at an average of four years ago, because stuff happens in your life. You can get jammed up. The FICO scores range from 300 to 850 and is used virtually by all lenders to gauge risk and the likelihood of a borrower will repay the loan. The credit score can affect how much money a lender will offer, at what terms. Higher credit scores mean borrowers are potentially going to save thousands of dollars over the lifespan of the loan because of their credit score. LEMA Inc., which provided mortgage origination software to lenders, reported that the average FICO score for mortgages approved in September was 750. Borrowers making down payments averaging 22%. Like, yeah, I hate that. There it is again. <laughs> you know, they like they the government puts this stuff out. Right. Having a front end debt income the ratio, 23%, back end DTIs of 34% that that uh, uh, your ratios on how much debt you have. So you don't want to max your cards out. Those whose applications were denied had an average FICO score of 7 of 4, with borrowers willing to make down payments averaging 12%. The average front-end debt-to-income ratio was 27%, and the average back-end DTI was 44%. The average FICO score for purchase mortgages eligible for purchase and guaranteed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac was 762 compared to 729 for denied apps. While FICO score, yeah, while FICO scores on FHA backed purchase loans averaged 701 compared to 665 for denied apps. Like I don't know how they got all these statistics anyway. Plus, it's coming from the government, which makes me which weird. is not accurate. Yeah, because payment history makes up the biggest chunk of how a person's FICO score is cal- calculated. 35 percent man 
managing credit responsibility over time plays a large part towards improving one score. So always just making at least a minimum payment every month. I always try to put a little extra on, on everything, but I only have one credit card. Uh, like I don't, I, I was told, I remember in the old days to I, all these women realtors and they would whip open their, their little person, like a whole plastic thing full of cards would come out. That's, <laughs> that's all potential debt like that. You know, you could go crazy one week at a casino and use every max, every card out. Right. That's a risk that lowers your score. Missing payments will lower a person's score. But if that happens, establishing or reestablishing a good track record of making payments on time will generally improve a person's score. Like if you're 30 days late, you're probably going to go down like, what, 75 points? At least, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it happens. You're going to be late by accident. I remember years and years ago, I bought an air conditioner at Sears. Now, I could have went and bought it cash, but I wanted to have another credit line. So I buy this thing. I get a Sears credit card. And then I and then I had to drop a check off at Sears. Like I couldn't pay it online or nothing like that. <laughs> so then I ended up being late a few times. Oh my god. And that was the whole damn point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, they the made only, it difficult. The only thing that's gonna help that is time. I mean, yeah. it's you know, it's not like if you make the payment on time the next month, your credit score is gonna go up. I mean, it takes a couple months to get rid of that. Um, rid of that score. That's right. And this, all this doesn't apply to tax liens or Chapter 7 bankruptcy. About one in 100 achievers had a collection on their credit report, and about one in 9,000 had a tax lien. So while people with high FICO scores are not perfect, their consistently responsible financial behavior usually pays off over time. In challenging economic periods, which we're going through right now, the fact that you all have a chance to be high achievers is good news. You know, you can always get back on track. And the lessons from these achievers is that it's never too late to rebuild your credit score. And, and FICO high achievers typically have a long, well-established credit history and rarely open new accounts. They open their oldest accounts. Um, uh, they, they open their oldest accounts 25 years ago on average. And the most recent credit account more than two years ago. In general, their average credit account is 11 years old. Their balances are often low and they use only an average of 7% of their available revolving credit. $70 on a credit card with a $1,000 max. It's interesting. So FICO looks at the positive and negatives and they look, and when they look at it, 35% of the score is your payment history. 30% is the amount owed. 10% is uh, types of credit. Uh, 10% is a new card, and 15% is the length of credit history. Yeah. That's how they come up with your FICO score. Yep. So just pay on time and don't have too many cards and don't max them out, and you'll be, a good, you'll be good. Very good. All right, Mark, coming up next is our business segment with Asking Dr. A, and it's why DISC have problems picking up the phone and calling their database. All right, so Dr. Waverson, we're going to continue our little series. We talked about the D and some of the I list. We so you're going to pick up the I, and then we'll do the S and C over the next couple of weeks. Yes, let's do that. All right, all right. So it, it's it's interesting with the eyes. Uh, part of the problem with eyes is they don't know when to close. They don't know when to ask the questions. 
They like to talk too much. So what happens is typically what they're doing is they're spending their time thinking of what they're going to say next instead of really listening or trying to figure out what's going on in between the lines. Uh, And when you're calling somebody cold, (laughs) you got to be on your game and you can't be trying to figure out what you're going to say. You can't be, you can't be focusing on you. You have to be focusing on them. So what has to happen is, and, and the eyes are typically very, very optimistic. So, oh, I can do this. I can talk to anybody, you know, yada, 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 you know, but then when they get on the line, they don't have a really good script. They don't have it set. They don't give the person an opportunity to, to talk, you know, back or they typically talk instead of ask. That's right. And that's why I tell people scripts are really important. And a lot of people, as soon as you say scripts, they go, but you know what? Once the script gets embedded in you and it just comes out, my usual scripts like 25 seconds long. They got all the info and then they're talking, but they got all the information and I didn't ramble. Like I coach some brokers on like recruiting and, and they just, and the eyes, Sometimes if you're talking to an eye, I notice it. You'll be talking and their lips are like slightly moving. They're already thinking about what they're going to you're they're going to say before you even yeah. finish. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not taking it in. That's why like last week I mentioned that question, what's the most important thing to talk about? And then I shut up. And then they it takes them the SNC, they think about it for a little while and then they start telling me and then I just ask a few more questions and I end up knowing everything. I, we talked about that broker that I went to join his company last week and he just rambled on and I knew the whole story, <laughs> but he could have screwed up and, and I could have walked away because he well, didn't see, shut up and let me talk. What what I recommend is if you're, if you're a fairly intense, I work with a D coach, either a coach or a friend or somebody who's more D-ish, much more D-ish than you to come up with those scripts and actually write them down and practice them with that other person. So you have the scripts down and you know what? You're never going to have all the scripts that you need. So you need to be adding more scripts. Now, one of the other problems with eyes is they don't like to write stuff down. They need to write it down because they think, oh, I'll be able to handle it. Yeah, I'm sure you can handle it. That's not the issue. The issue is you need to have a script. You're only going to have a certain number of seconds to interact with them. And if you're not successful in those seconds, you've just blown your time. The good thing about the eyes is they're very, very optimistic. And it's okay if they don't get a yes all the time. So so that also works to the advantage of the eyes. So two things. Basically, work with an intense D or somebody who's more D-ish so you can get a script down, you can get it where there's a close, and maximize your your, your optimism as far as a relationship is concerned. Uh, And don't beat yourself up because there's always the next time. And you're going to keep on improving, you're going to keep on learning, you're going to keep on being better at it, but you got to start and you got to practice. Right. And, And the key is, no matter what business you're in, if you're not touching base with your database once in a while, they're not reading all your emails and all your junk mail. They're not. But if you now, if you call them up on a phone, you can't see their body language. So you can't see if their arms are crossed or whatever and, and kind of determine what you think you're talking to a D and I and S or C. So it's harder on the phone. But if you use a script, then you got the information and you don't go rambling away. 
I, I told this story, but I had an agent one time. He was he told me he was going to look for a job, and he was like a five six million dollar producer. And then I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then he, I asked him, "What are you telling these people?" And he had a rambling script, and it was a script issue. We solved that so problem, what, and now now he took off. So that's what eyes need to do. If other people have questions, all they have to do is email me at succeed at abelson.net or just email me at drperiodaidabelson.net. I'll be more than happy to, to help them figure this out. All right. Very good. Yeah. And so next week, we'll talk about the S's and the C's. Got it. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at comcast.net or give them a call at 267-266-5501. Or you can email me at deannekatsaris at comcast.net or give me a call at 609 605 Seven one five three, and a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week here on the radio and also in Odyssey, and our sponsors for keeping us on the air for fifteen years. If you want to be a sponsor on our show, give me a call two six seven two six six fifty five zero one. You'll have we have a big audience, and twelve ten signal is Poconos to the shore plus Odyssey's nationwide, so we can help you. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All All positive, positive, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.